you, Ken, were over uh, well, in, well, in the Windy City. I was, I was in the Windy... First, I'm glad you didn't electrocute yourself this weekend. I didn't. I, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I replaced some uh, lights. You know, we, we, when we first moved into the house, we did, uh, we actually blew a hole through the wall. Okay. Uh, and created this cool kitchen table thing. They do that on all the home improvement shows. Yeah, we Let's did get it. rid of that wall. We did it. Uh, and That's it's great. really, really cool. It's, it's, I would say the focal point of the, of the home and wow. it brings in so much light, but we had these, uh, pendant lights that we liked in the beginning, but after a few years, we're like, you know what? It needs something different. So uh-huh. I found some new lights, okay. installed them, and, uh, I, I'm not great at uh, at uh, home improvement, but at I'm, the electricity. I, you know, electricity is simple. <laughs> Just shut it off, uh-huh. and you should be fine. Yeah, yeah. But I still like to mess with Jocelyn. Like, good. <laughs> Anytime I grab the wire, she's That's like, great. "Don't say that. Don't do that." Like, no, it's fine. The power is off. Uh, but yeah, replaced those, and uh, so it looks great. Um, it turned out well. Very yeah, nice. I, so you did all the work yourself. I did. It was okay. just a simple swap out the uh, okay the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I wasn't to, like you have to poke new holes or anything like that. No, no new holes. Okay. No running so it back existing. to the uh, the the panel or anything okay. like that. No. Well, if good. I if I have to do any of that stuff, I'm calling in a yeah, professional. You gotta get a permit. Yeah. My brother, on the other hand, will just do anything. <laughs> He's like, I don't need a permit. It was already here. <laughs> Yes, your uh, your charger for your electric vehicle has been oh. there in the last 10, 15 oh, yeah, years. Oh, yeah, they installed there. that 20 years yeah. ago, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Everything's brand new, but mm. anyways, uh, but yeah, tell me, uh, speaking of electric, you went to a really amazing concert over the weekend? As a matter of fact, yeah. Um, we Stephanie and I went over to Chicago Saturday morning, we left, okay. for a concert at the United Center yeah. Saturday night. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of fun. So you saw <laughs> hard to I did I never thought I'd be saying these words. I went and saw The Cure. Wow. Yeah, The Cure Robert Smith, you yeah. know. I mean it leg, they they formed the band in 1978. Right. Yeah, that's the thing is to say in 2023 20, that you went and saw The Cure and still packed the United Center. That's crazy. There wasn't an empty seat in the house. It was amazing. Who opened for them? Uh, the Twilight Sad. Okay. From Scotland. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, I enjoyed it. I think uh, Stephanie said it sounded like sirens that were sick or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> they had that 90s drone, you know, and it's like, oh, no, I like it. It sounds good. I kept wow. yelling, play Nessie, play the Loch Ness Monster. Right. You know, but they didn't do that. No sea shanty songs no sea or shanty. anything? I mean, no. it kind of sounded like it, but it was the, good. It that's was good. cool. Yeah, but The Cure, I mean, Robert Smith, 31 songs. Oh, wow. Two encores. Jeez. You go and you pay your money, you expect a concert, got a concert. Did they play anything from a new album? Oh, no. No, no, no. This this was kind of that. We had the sense it was kind of that farewell tour because he had no no sure. bones about playing everything. And there are a couple of songs he hadn't played on tour that he played. I can't remember the names of them. See, right I like that. And, and and there are still, of course, tons of bands that are on a bucket list yeah. of, oh, I got to see them before they're gone. I got to yeah. see them before they, you know, they decide to call it quits. Yeah. But any band that has been around for 30, 40 years. <laughs> yeah. I love when they're just like, we're going to let it all hang out, yeah. all the great, play the greatest hits, because yeah. that's what people are paying the big money for. And that's some right. of these bands are charging crazy amounts of oh, money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Play the hits. No one ever wants to hear, I don't care how great the song is, yeah. 
No one ever wants to hear you say, hey, we're going to play something off our new album. <laughs> because you know what that that's a signal for? Hey, it's a great time to go grab another beverage yeah. or uh, go to the bathroom. Well, and it, and it's funny. Um, so you brought up two things there. You, you know, you pay your money for a, a concert oh, yeah. and you want to get your money's worth. Uh, Ticketmaster, notorious for, for having a, a few mess ups here mm -hmm. and there mm -hmm. and adding a lot of service charges and extra fees to your mm -hmm. ticket. Uh the Cure, Robert Smith said, uh, "No Ticketmaster, you're not going to charge that much." And actually, we got a refund of a of a few bucks. Oh, nice! Took the service charge off. And then the other thing was, he said, "Oh, this, this you know, the the encore seems like a great time to go to your car early or something yeah, like that." Sure. The the people next to us left probably about an hour before the show actually ended because they thought they were getting to their car early. They missed all the good stuff. Oh no! They missed all the good stuff. Yeah, because some of those bands, when they're like, hey, we're going to do an encore, it's not one song. They're like, hey, we're going to play for another half an hour. Oh, yeah. There, there are two encores, I would say probably 12 more songs, something nice. like that. Yeah, Decent seats? <laughs> How far up? Do you get altitude sickness? Sometimes. At the, at the United Center, I feel like I might as well just be in a plane. There's not a the bad top. seat in the house. <clears throat> There's not a bad seat in the house. I don't know. I've seen I've seen a few Bulls games in my uh, in my life, and I will say there are some bad seats. The vertical drop from the top of yep. the yep. thir the 300 level down to the 200 level is uh, gives you vertigo. It does. Because <laughs> yeah, I've seen some Bulls games, and I've had uh, I've had some pretty high up seats, and I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Don't no, don't stand don't up. Don't go to the don't edge. Stand up. Yeah, do not stand up. No, we are up in the we are up in the three hundred level. I mean, I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that it was nice, but cool. we're in the center, so you could see. And uh, you know, with phone technology these days, you can get real close with the pictures. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and really, it's so freaking loud in that place. That oh man, honestly, you yeah, I would rather be far away than close up. You know, the, they had the speakers so loud, I could feel the the drum thumping like through my body. Just weird. Oh, yeah. Just weird. But uh, very glad I invested in these a few concerts ago. Earplugs. I was going to say, <laughs> you brought earplugs oh, because yeah. I, I know that I've been to some concerts. I went to a Foo Fighters concert yeah. one time in Detroit. Didn't oh. have uh, earplugs. I could not hear for the entire next day. Yeah. Your ears are probably still ringing. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, tough. Yeah. It's it's really bad. So uh, another thing that's bad, uh, as you were you making your way back, you probably saw a lot of orange cones. Uh, but there is uh, some construction that people need to uh, be mindful of that's going to be around for a little while on yes. uh, 31. Yep. Watch the area of 31 in Berrien County between Buchanan and Berrien Springs. Northbound US 31 repaving project in Berrien County is moving into its next phase. Sweet. Northbound traffic will be shifted to the southbound lanes in some areas. Several northbound ramps will be closed, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, DOT says that there will be one lane open in each direction from US 12 to M139. Um, on and off, just look for the, the sign directions, but this is going to happen from June 12 through October 13. Ooh. Yeah, so it's going to be a summer-long fun project. The northbound ramps to and from US 31 at Niles Buchanan Road and Snow Road will be closed. Oh, my. June 12 through October. And the US 12 ramp to northbound 31 will be closed June 12 through October. Well, I will say, just like, uh, you know, as you get older, you say the same thing about rain, but we need it. <laughs> we need we need those uh, the especially those areas you mentioned. Yeah. Knowing that I've I've driven on those uh, many many times in my my commutes, 
uh, they're really bad. Yeah. Like I'm glad the ramps especially are yeah. are really bad. So I'm glad those are all going to be uh, fixed up, and it is going to take a while. But hey, you know progress. That's right. So that's that's good stuff. But uh, stuff to remember. Uh, for pretty much the entire summer into the fall. Yes. Um, also, uh, the Tigers uh, oh, want to mention no. uh, now nine games they have lost in a row. In a row. Or, yeah, it's like it's like nine of the last ten. I think oh. they've they've lost. They lost all three this weekend to the Diamondbacks. <clears throat> it was tough. Friday it was eleven to six. Saturday five to nothing, and then last night seven to five. That was painful. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, but it's a long season. <laughs> but we're almost to the, we'll be the halfway point here very soon. Oh, that, uh, all-star break you know coming it. up? Yeah, next month. Okay. They were usually around my birthday. That okay. is when they usually do it, mid-July. mid, mid July, But that's <laughs> when they're supposed to, you know, if they don't turn it around before yeah. then, then it's one of those where there's probably going to be a sell-off. There's probably going to be some uh. players that uh, won't be wearing Tigers uniforms <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and uh, there might be some... I can't. You can't really say it anymore that it's a rebuilding year. No, uh, but there's still a lot of rebuilding needed to be done uh, mm. with the Tigers. You know, it's it's Miggy's last year, so he's kind of on his farewell tour. And then there are a few players that might be on their farewell tour before the end of the season. Yikes. Uh, saying farewell to the Tigers. But we'll see. But you'll have that game uh, right here on Southwest Michigan's home for the Detroit Tigers baseball, even though they, they might be losing. You know, they yeah. might get a win tonight. Tonight they're playing against Atlanta, right? 640. <sighs> Wait. So remember that thing I said they might get a win? I don't know. Atlanta's Atlanta. very, very good. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening, but you can hear that uh, later on today. Uh, 6.15, I believe, is the uh, the kickoff to the pregame, and then the game will be 6.40. So we'll have that for you. Lots of things to talk about this morning. If you ever have that moment, and many people do, where you're just like, mm, I don't know what I want on my pizza. That happens all the time. All the time. All what the time. What is your usual go-to? Like, like if you say, all right, I don't know what I want, or I've never been to this pizza place before, what's your, like, default, I've got, I'm just going to do this topping because I know it's going to be good? Uh, so, cheese pizza, black olives, and maybe some, some roasted peppers. Really? Yeah. Huh. Remember, vegetarian slash pescatarian, if salmon pizza is not available... Sa- <laughs> Wait, I love you, salmon pizza. You've had a salmon pizza before? Oh, yeah, like, they're delicious. Where have you gone that if they've said, hey, we've got salmon? Because it's not the usual regular the first pizza place, places. Yeah, the first place I had salmon pizza was in the San Juan Islands off the coast in, in the Puget Sound. Okay. And so clearly the salmon is a little fresh out there. Yeah. And so they, they uh, in some cases they smoke the salmon. Uh-huh. And then they just have that as your as your protein on top of the pizza. And it's really good. Uh-huh. It's usually a white-based cheese, uh, cheese sauce. That's on the pizza. Sounds really fancy. Well, you know. They put gold leaf they, in there? They put a little gold leaf. No, no. couple uh, hundred dollar bills. The salmon is jumping out of the water. <laughs> I mean, how, how much more economical can you get? Oh, absolutely. Hey, here's the salmon. I'm going to slap it on this bread and call it pizza. Do you, do, have you ever done anchovies? I've done anchovies. Yeah, they're a little salty, but I like it. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Uh, my, What's your go-to? My go-to is sausage mushroom. Okay. Because it's like just, it's. I know it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I like how it tastes. I don't, I'm not a huge olive fan, so I never go to like to the Supreme style oh. or the just put everything on it. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my usual go-tos. Yeah. But Jets Pizza, uh, Detroit-based Jet Pizza, uh, and we've got some around this area, uh, they decided, 
mm, not really sure what our next pizza is going to be. You're trying to come up with a fun new idea, maybe a monthly special. They decided to uh, enlist AI. Oh, okay. And so did they... It do, wait, did it do good or did it do evil? You know... <laughs> You know, well, I'll let you. I'll let you decide right. on this one because okay. what they did is they simply just uh, said, "Hey, AI, create quote unquote a truly delicious <laughs> pizza combination." <laughs> Here's what they came up with, okay. and you'll like this because there's no meat on it. Ah, yay! Uh, it is a ranch veggie pizza. A ranch veggie. Wait a second. So the base is ranch. Yeah. Uh, so they're already starting off on the good foot, in my opinion. <laughs> ranch, mozzarella, okay, feta, which okay. that's a good little curveball there. Is that the squeaky one? Like if you eat it, it kind of squeaks against no, your that's, teeth? No, that's cheese curds. Well, those are, those are definitely squeaky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, feta, I don't know if that squeaks all that much. Okay. It's crumb. It's the one that crumbles yeah. that you put on like a it's euro stuff. and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's got that a little bit of a bite mm -hmm. to it. Uh, but mushrooms... Onions, green peppers, black olives, Yum. and tomatoes. Yeah. So I have to object because that sounds like a vegetable tray with ranch dressing in the middle and they put it on a pizza. Yeah. Why it's, would you do that? It's like when somebody brings a veggie tray and then, you know, at the end of the party, <laughs> what's left over Somebody just said, okay, yeah, I guess I guess I got to figure out what to do with that tomorrow. Yeah. And that's what it becomes. Um, yeah, so and looking at the pictures of it, it it doesn't look like a good combination. So I would lean towards a, a, an evil thing that it decided. Okay. Uh, but it, it sounds, uh, if it sounds good to you, you can pick it up for uh, this, at least the next month. They said they're going to go through July 10th and you can find a, a Jets location near you. I would much rather have black olives, green olives, pineapple, and maybe some um, jalapeno on it. Wait a minute. Yeah. Pineapple? Oh, I thought you were going to go after the jalapenos. No, the, the jalapeno, <laughs> I, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of weird combinations there. Because you've got the pickling and the brininess yes. of the, no, the, the pickled olives. jalapeno yep. and the olives. Yep. And then you come in with the... Uh, yeah, the sweet tart. The sweet tartness <laughs> of pineapple plus red sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the red sauce with the pineapple. There's just like some kind of chemical reaction there. It's just so good. Now, you didn't mention this earlier. You meant you did not mention the jalapeno earlier. I do like the jalapenos, yeah. And my, my first reaction to you was, what is wrong with your palate? <laughs> On the pineapple? Because... I feel like you must have licked nine volt batteries oh. too many times, or or something in in your life has has well, burned out your tongue. Did you never have the Hawaiian pizza growing up? You I know, hate with, Hawaiian pizza. Really? Yeah. With the Canadian bacon and the pineapple on the pizza pineapple? should not exist. <laughs> I've eaten it before, and it's just. Uh, not good. It's so good. It's not good. It's so good. It's not good because I don't like the the acid of the pineapple plus the red sauce. If you had a different sauce base, okay, like uh, I don't know, maybe like an oil base or or something oh, yeah. like you know, even a ranch one. If you threw a ranch on there <laughs> and the pineapple, maybe I'd consider so it. So replacing the red sauce on a pizza with ranch sauce, or maybe like a like an Alfredo, like a you're white not, sauce. You're not supposed to have milk and pineapple together because the acid in the milk it just curdles immediately. Yeah, just might as well just throw cottage cheese on there. 
Maybe well, the cottage cheese huh. base. That could Ooh, be now we're now we're talking because yeah. you know you put pineapple in cottage, in cottage cheese. cheese. Yeah, so be cottage good. cheese base. Yeah, and then you throw the pineapple on there. Uh, maybe crumble some feta. Okay, you, but you need something that kind of seals it up. So Corn maybe flakes. mozzarella. Cornflakes would, would be, be nice. Good. Yeah. I think we're talking breakfast pizza here. Yeah, nice little, uh, I do love breakfast pizza <laughs> that has a gravy base. Oh, that, what? Yeah. You never, never had breakfast pizza Never before? had breakfast pizza, never had gravy-based pizza. There are a few places uh, around. I think there's, a, I think Casey's gas station chain. I think they have a breakfast pizza okay. that has a gravy base. But Quick Trip over in uh, Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah, they've got the best breakfast pizza that they make, okay. make there. It's so good. So if you're ever in Wisconsin. Interesting. Go check it out over All right. there. All right. Another thing that's in the news right now is uh, there's been talks about gas stoves. Yeah. And there's still some legislation floating around uh, that, that might someday, maybe, become a law. Yeah, this is getting a little silly, though. I mean, it's it's so in Congress this week, uh, they're going to try once again. They've got it in the Rules Committee. Last week, the House Rules Committee kind of imploded a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, the the conservative Republicans on the Rules Committee were still a little bit mad at Speaker McCarthy for getting the debt deal through. Sure. And so they said, well, we're going to stop other legislation. And the Save Our Stoves Act was one of them. Now, just to back up a couple steps, the Save Our Stoves Act is legislation to stop a rule that would affect natural gas stoves and kitchens all across America. And it's back in play in the United States House of Representatives. Department of Energy has been looking at this issue for, for a few years. Mm-hmm. They, they The essence is they want to implement rules that would force the manufacturers of stoves, they use natural gas. Mm-hmm. Hello, Whirlpool Corporation. Right. Um, that would imp- they want to force manufacturers to improve their efficiency. They say they looked at the technology. They say there are technology options available in it to make gas cooking tops cooktops uh, more efficient. So they wouldn't get rid of it completely. Like you couldn't have gas. Like at least that's the start that's is to the, regulate it, maybe less use less gas. According to some in Congress, the draft rule that's proposed by the DOE uh, would set efficiency levels that at the highest level would make it so that up to 96% of gas stoves would fail. Huh. Up to 96% of gas stoves would fail under the strictest level of the new rule that's proposed and ultimately take about half of the offerings of gas stoves off the market entirely because they wouldn't be able to achieve it. Right. So so that's the rule that the House wants to block. So they've, they've got a, a piece of legislation that's in the Rules Committee this week. And it's funny, they have to go before the Rules Committee again. And, and there's that's where... Other members of Congress have an opportunity to come in and say, hey, I would like to propose this amendment mm-hmm. to the rule. And and one of those amendments would establish a czar position within the Department of Energy called the Supreme Allied Gas Commander. Oh, <laughs> I want that job. That would be the greatest thing to have on your business card. I am the Supreme Allied Gas Commander, and that role would be to police the use and sale of gas stoves. Wow. There's another amendment. There's okay. A, this one would change the title of the bill because it's currently the Save Our Gas, Our, Save Our Stoves Act. It would change the title of the bill to the GOP Gaslighting Act. <laughs> Wow. They're getting serious in Congress. 
And they're so, gaslighting everybody. <laughs> they're gaslighting everyone. Oh, my gosh. So the Rules Committee meets at 4 o'clock uh, our time this afternoon, and they decide what amendments we're going to consider or not. I don't know if they're going to create the gas czar or rename the bill to the Gaslighting Act. It's, it's what, what was that, that position again? It was the Supreme Ruler of All Gas or something like that? The Supreme Allied Gas Commander. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like something in a Star Wars movie. I am the Supreme Allied gas commander. Like he's the guy that regulates and makes sure nobody's farting during meetings or anything like that. You had to go there. You're the gas commander. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Uh, anyway, so so Congress is dealing with that. We'll see what, what, what happens to it. I'm sure, sure it'll pass the House if it gets through without some of these silly amendments. Um, we'll see what happens in the Senate. I imagine it probably has pretty good support in the in the Senate as well. Yeah, that would have been a, been a game changer, though, with all the uh, the regulation of all that with the right. gas. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't mind some of the new, efficient, like, different types of stovetops, but to me, there's still nothing like cooking with gas. Yeah. I not mean, a gas burner. Yeah, absolutely. You can do the little flame trick with it. You can roast peppers right on the open flame. Oh, yeah. Heat tortillas and stuff like that. All that that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that would be very interesting to see what they do and where that goes. But we'll keep you in the know with all that. Uh, Lots of things going on in the news. A lot of uh, changes and things that could be happening uh, with uh, Supreme. There's a Supreme Court thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, What's going on there? Michigan Supreme uh, Court considers a new rule for they, them. Michigan's highest court is considering a rule that would compel judges and their employees to use the preferred pronouns of anyone coming before their courts. Okay. If the Michigan Supreme Court adopts a new rule proposed earlier this year, parties in a case could submit filings listing their personal pronouns, including they, them pronouns. So instead of sir, madam, Mm -hmm. he, she, they would incorporate they, them. Judges and court staff throughout the state would be obligated to adhere to these pronouns, although the proposal leaves room for a judge to use the person's name or other respectful means mm-hmm. to address them if deemed necessary for the courts. So as you might imagine, this is getting a lot of feedback, a lot of input. Yeah, um, it would be interesting. I mean, I think it'd be fine in the courtroom when you're referring to that. But I, I think where where I would be confused is understanding and where when it comes to reading the 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 notes afterwards right and the docket and the the here's here's what went down and and understanding all that stuff right well last week there was a, a public hearing on this matter and and just by the way the the state supreme court wants to wants you to know publication of the proposal hearings on the matter does mm-hmm. not mean that the court is moving in any direction whatsoever okay it doesn't mean that they're going to issue an order on the subject it doesn't even mean that they're going to uh deal with it at all they're mm-hmm. just letting you know that this is a proposed rule we're going to have an open and public hearing and we're going to take comments on that one of those comments coming in from the general counsel for the catholic diocese of lansing will bloomfield said catholic judges should not have to choose between his or her religion and a court rule arguing mm-hmm. that the rule contradicts the truth of human sexuality, that's a quote. And then one other in opposition, using they, them pronouns could also cause clarity issues for court reporters, as you mentioned, yeah. Johnny, and judges that are writing opinions. Uh, sure. As you're trying to interpret these court opinions anyway, I mean, incredible, incredible work that you do to try to interpret a court opinion. Yeah. Once you interject the they, them pronouns, sometimes you could cause confusion. Right. So that is a rule that is under consideration. 
no word on when or whether the court will adopt it as part hmm. of their changes. Yeah, because a, a system that uh, relies on clarity, right? Uh, you don't not only don't want uh, confusion or also something that comes back later on uh, in a lawsuit and be like, oh, well, this wasn't referred to correctly, yeah. and this is, or it's like, oh, well, we didn't really mean that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Hmm. That'll be interesting to yeah. see that. So that's still just up in the air. Still on how being considered. Yeah. Hmm. No. No determination on when or whether they'll uh, they'll adopt the rule. Well, another thing that uh, well we've been seeing a, quite a lot of is uh, of course all of the people that are going to be running for president. <laughs> right. uh, but you know, it's over a year away. Yes. But that doesn't mean that all the campaigning and all that stuff hasn't started. And that also means that primaries will be happening really oh, before you know it, less right. than a year away for that stuff. Um, so there might be some changes in the state of Michigan when it comes to how how things are done. How how votes are allocated to in the presidential election. Yeah. Is, is, it, a, is it based on the primary? Is it based on how uh, the GOP cam, uh, committee feels? This is coming from the GOP that met this week in uh, Grand Rapids. Republicans in Michigan, they approved a proposal on Saturday to select more than two-thirds of their state delegates for the party's 2024 presidential nomination via caucus meetings. Hmm. That is a change. So what were they doing before? Well, before they were allocating the presidential delegates based on primaries. Yeah. The primary mm -hmm. where people went to the poll and voted. Now they're saying that they would um, they would change their process and select more than two-thirds of their state delegates in, in a caucus-type situation. That mm. change would mean basically 70% of delegates would be decided at the caucus meeting where the party's most active members could, could make the arguments of, here's who we should support and why. And then they'll allocate the rest after the primary. Because certain states will do caucus yes. style. Like yep. Iowa's one of the first Very ones so. that really yep. everybody goes after. Uh, but then what is it? Next one's usually like New Hampshire area. They do primary style, right? Yep. yep. Um, so that's just, there good, could be a change. Now, as far as when that stuff is decided, <laughs> is that is that going to change too? Well, under the plan, caucuses on March 2nd would be used to appoint 39 of the state's 55 delegates to next year's Republican National Convention. Okay. The other 16 will be based on the state's primary on February 27, according to the plan that was reviewed by the state committee on Saturday. Now, that plan uh, still needs to be officially submitted to the mm -hmm. Republican National Committee for their approval. Whether okay. they'll give it or not, don't know. Hmm. They just they, want to make sure everyone's heard, and this is what they came up with. Right. Yeah, because I know they were talking about moving some stuff around because it seems like everybody, all the presidential candidates, they hang out in Iowa for a very long time <laughs> because that's usually the kickoff to Iowa, the real New big de yeah. decision. And I knew a while back Michigan was about to toss in like a, Hey, we want to go we early. We want to be first in the nation. That's uh, right. Well, and that and that still depends on if the legislature gets out uh, in, in a timely manner because mm -hmm. that starts a clock ticking of when the legislation can take effect. Hmm. But whether that all happens, whether Michigan will be penalized by the, by the national parties for what they're doing, it's all just kind of a convoluted mess. But basically, the parties have a pretty rigid hand on how these things operate, and they will have their say. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see what ends up happening with all that and what ends up being decided. Uh, and maybe that might uh, change the way the 2024 election goes. It could. 40 under 40. Looking for nominations for that as a uh, 
esteemed 40 Under 40 member. That's right, you are. Uh, from a couple of years ago. It's, uh, it would be nice to have more people added to the new class. And we will. Yeah. We will add more. 40 of them. Yes. <laughs> under 40. Under 40. <laughs> I, Hence you know, the name. So you gotta you gotta sign up for the uh, the over over fifty ones, right? Uh, yeah, I'll, I I've applied to the hundred under hundred. Hundred under hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple of shots to get it. Yeah. Good luck with that. Thank you. Um, but our Moody on the Market update brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency, with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles. And we're going on a cottage walk. Going on a cottage walk. Shout. For South Haven Cottage Tours this month, set for June 24th, is the 26th annual Shout for South Haven Cottage Walk. Chair Patricia Shepard tells us they seek out the owners of interesting or beautiful homes and ask if they'll be part of the tour. This year's walk uh, is a tour of five homes. Nice. They say the uh, the cottages are really all uh, permanent homes, Aww. but we call them cottages. Cottages. Um, I, I, I hear cottage, sorry, I hear cottage and I think thatched, you know, walls yeah, and just right. kind of nice little cottage. Like a shanty yeah. or a shack. <laughs> uh, but there are three that are new construction, two that are older, more established homes. They all have something unique about them uh, that we think uh, people will really enjoy seeing. And she says that the event is a fundraiser for Shout. Uh, South Haven uh, for South Haven, which is uh, behind several beautification projects all over the community. And she's glad to be able to offer the tour again this year. That's right. Unfortunately, they haven't had one now for three years because oh. of the pandemic. So they are very excited to be up and running again. Shepard says she wants to thank the owners of the homes on the tour this year, as it can be daunting to have mm -hmm. hundreds of people come through your cottage in one day. The tour, uh, Saturday, June 24th, will run from 12 noon till 5 p.m. Tickets are $20. They're available at the South Haven Visitors Bureau and the South Haven Area Chamber of Commerce. You can also get them the day of. Nice. Yeah, and uh, this is something where you go into the house. You go into the house. You're not just driving by. No, no. I asked about this and... You know, because they, they've had the Street of Dreams type tours and that kind yeah. of stuff. Sometimes you just drive by and you get mm -hmm. some paperwork or something. No, you get to look inside these cottages. That's cool. It's exciting. But you, like you said, it's it's a little bit, uh, a lot to handle. If you said, hey, we're going to have 150 people walk through your yeah. house today. Got to clean up. Clean up and... Uh, Put and away the delicates. Clean up afterwards yeah. and uh, and all that should people... Uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. I want to check that out. Yeah. So, shout, South Haven. Let June it all 24th. out. fourth. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Definitely uh, going to check shout, that out shout, for sure. Let it all let out. It all. Who These was are that? the things I can do without. That is. Uh, Tears for Fears? No. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> now you know. Now you know more. Moody on the market.com is where you can see that full article. Absolutely. And your update brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles.